1: The Chicago Bulls lost last night to the Cleveland Cavaliers, going on another losing streak after going on a winning streak that had them one game below 500. The only thing right now consistent about the Chicago Bulls is that they're going to continue to be the bipolar team that we've seen all season. Billy Donovan continues to use a 90-style offense in the modern-day NBA, and it's just not working. We're going to go over that, the statistics of it, and more, plus the mailbag, right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. I'm the host here, Hayes. And first off, before we start anything else, I want to give a shout out to Steve-O holding it down on the pregame and halftime hangout. And then Steve-O and C-Dub holding it down for the postgame show for me last night. I, listen, I can't stress enough. when I I always said when we started Chicago Bulls Central that I wanted this to be a community, right? I wanted it to be a platform for Bulls fans. And, you know, I'm just glad that I have in this space uh, linked with people who are great creators of their own. And I told you guys before we're going to be building Steve-O up. And Steve-O did an amazing job. Potato camera aside, that's a little joke to Steve-O. But did an amazing job. And thank you for holding it down. But one thing, what a... A team that did not hold it down for us last night is the Chicago Bulls. Bulls played a terrible fourth quarter, bad overall second half after going into the half again with a lead. And the thing that continues to be evident in this team is that this team does not have it. This team does not have a next gear. The players have even talked about it after the game. Once the team that the Bulls are facing go into the next gear, the Bulls have no answer to that. They don't have that next gear. They don't have that killer instinct they don't have that fight they don't have that resolve they don't have that heart whatever you want to call it the Chicago Bulls continue to show and prove that they lack it and that's just what it is this team sucks right and it's not a meaningful way of improving that's coming for this team anytime soon and that is what's so disappointing about this team Zach Levine yet again another big game and a loss um and then he still played another terrible second half Vooch continues to be our best player and for so many people to say they want to see Vooch gone ah, listen. I, I get it, I guess, to a degree. Yeah, did he, is he Orlando No, but he's the third option, and head coach Billy Donovan doesn't use him correctly. Patrick Williams, who scores, opens the game with nine points, looking like he may be aggressive. He goes 6-10 from the field with six rebounds, three assists, four steals. He was active, but he only had four points after that first quarter. Now, some of that is on him. Some of that's on Billy Donovan. Again, not riding the hot hand. Io had another okay, so-so game. And our bench, our bench was terrible again. We get 17 total points from our bench. That just does not look right. Our Bulls team goes, again, 48% shooting, which isn't too bad, uh, 23% uh, percent shooting from the three-point line. And when you look at this game, the Cleveland Cavaliers did not play a good game either. But you know what the difference in this game was? Is their ability to, uh, to shoot three-pointers. Yes, they only shot the three-pointer at a 25% clip, but if you look at the percentages, had the Bulls shot the same number of three-pointers as the Cleveland Cavaliers, they would have made more of them. You know what that would have done? That would have won the Chicago Bulls the game. The Bulls continue to run a 90-style offense in 2023, and it's been made evident. I know some fans, and especially more casual basketball watchers, don't always understand how coaching impacts the game, but coaching definitely has an impact on what's going on. And we're seeing this Bulls team coach as a 90s team in a bad style of offense. The Bulls right now are 24th in offensive rating and they're fifth in field goal shooting percentage. For, for the second straight season, they're the only team averaging under 30 point, 33 pointers per game. You know what changes with the Chicago Bulls? Even hitting the three pointers at a bad percentage, if you hit more, if you take more of them, Three. Again, Stacey King said this on the broadcast, three is more than two. And that's just simple fact. And I know Billy Donovan has paid the lip service to saying we need to shoot more threes and this, this, and this. You don't run plays for your best three-point shooter in Patrick Williams, another one in Kobe White who's kind of up and down. We have saw in, in the time where the Bulls were going on winning streaks. Zach Levine is best as catch and shoot, even off the three. We don't run him that way now. Some of this is absolutely, and I know the ultimate rage, we're missing Lonzo Ball. Yes, we are missing Lonzo Ball. He does not fix this because if you have a head coach that does not run the the correct style. And you know what? Another thing that I have to address. So many Bulls fans, now, and like I said before, we have the mob mentality when it comes to Chicago sports and the, and the parrot mentality so much. Everybody knows, we need a true point guard. Once that's we need a true point guard. We need a true, does anybody not see the offense the Billy Donovan runs? We can have all the true point guards in the world. You can you can bring us Chris Paul. You can bring us fucking Steve Nash in his prime. You can bring everybody. And guess what? Billy Donovan doesn't run an offense where he uses the point guard as a true point guard. And everybody clamoring for Russell Westbrook. Remember, Russ isn't a, well, let me say this. He does set up people. I got to calm down there for a second. But with that being said, it's this. As long as Billy Donovan has the heavy reliance on running DeMar DeRozan, the offense through DeMar DeRozan, it doesn't matter what point guard we have. We, that we don't run half court sets where our where our point guard is is set, setting up those half court sets. We didn't do it when it was Lonzo. So everybody's saying well, we need a true point guard like when we had Lonzo. Did you not see the games? I'm sorry. Did you not see the games that Lonzo was not used in the half court? Yes, Lonzo did set people up in transition. Yes, Lonzo is great at finding the open man. So is Vooch. We don't for pe- the players that we have on this team that are the best passers as far as vision and setting people up. We don't we don't let them run the offense. Typically, we don't, let, we don't give them heavy times at running the offense, and that is a problem for the Chicago Bulls team. This team continues to play like crap. It's not all on Billy Donovan. The players can't shoot worth a damn either. But like I said, in this game, it's not in every game, even the Bulls shooting inefficiently from three, at the rate that they were taking the three-pointers and hitting them, they would have hit at least four or five more threes, which then, guess what, the Bulls would have won this game had they just taken more threes. Matter of fact, if the Bulls took the same amount of threes, at, I think I said that, as the Cleveland Cavaliers, we're probably close in this game. I don't know. I didn't go over the exact numbers. Is it a win? Maybe not. And shout out to the slam Dunkin'. If you guys have, do not follow the YouTube page, the slam Dunkin', you need to. He's one of the best at analyzing and going over uh, the, what this team does as far as the, the X's and O's portion of it. If you like analytics, if you like talking about that type of thing, the slam Dunkin' is where you need to go. But with that being said, the Bulls, are back to four games under 500 yet again after going on a win streak and this is just this is stereotypical of this team every time we start sniffing getting to 500 a losing streak is coming and it's a problem and we need to see improvements from this team in those areas now coming up next week you guys know on sundays i like to go over the week coming up tomorrow we got orlando another tough team that's always played us tough we got indiana Another tough team that has played us tough, but we'll see um, what's going on with them. We got the Milwaukee Bucks, who yeah, we've beaten, but let's let's not let that overinflate what we can and can't do against the against that team. And then we got Brooklyn again on Friday, and we and we got a game Sunday against the Washington. We got a jam-packed week for the Chicago Bulls this week. Um, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like uh, I don't know. Like and, and I, I misread the schedule. That game, the game Friday against Brooklyn is after the All-Star break. We got three games left into the All-Star break. Three of them. We got Orlando, Indiana, and Milwaukee. I'm so upset I'm not even reading the schedule right. I saw the next one was a Friday. I automatically thought it was the next one. That's a week in between that because of the All-Star break. So we get a break. We got three games. Three games against Orlando, Indiana, and Milwaukee before the All-Star break. I have no faith in this team in any of those games. I'm just going to be clear with you. But usually, the way that it works is when I have no faith, the Bulls actually tend to show up. So let's see how they end it. I'm not looking hopeful for it. This Bulls team, they need a wake-up call, and I don't know if it's coming, and I don't even know. I, I get the, the signing of Russell Westbrook has been so galvanizing over the course of the Chicago uh, Bulls fandom right now, and I I don't even care, bro. Like, I don't even care. I don't think that that really does anything for this team, and hopefully, I guess we'll see if things can change, man. But, um... Huh. Yeah, that's you know, that's enough for me, Randy. Let's get into it. It's Sunday, so it's mailbag day. Let's get into this first voicemail. This one's from Jamal.
2: Yeah, what's up, Hayes? is your boy Jamal. I got three minutes. Let's get into this. What the actual fuck, man? I, I I literally don't know what what to expect anymore with the scene. It's like, I, remember I, t- I messaged you. I told you in your live chat. I said the loss to the Grizzlies isn't going to be the worst thing. What's going to be what we what's going to be an interesting thing is after this loss to the Grizzlies, can we turn around? and go off one off another three more, you know, maybe in the well uh in the row and things like that. Or are they gonna revert back to the same old bullshit? And guess what they did? Reverted back to the same old bullshit. They how are you gonna to lose to the book of next, man? How are you gonna to lose to a book of next thing that it's not like Kevin DeWay is just injured and he's out. So they got something to hope for. Kevin durant has gone. Kevin Irving is gone. James Hogg is gone. So they had nothing to really play for. And you let them come out there and smack your ass, bro. Like, that shit is the most frustrating thing in the world, man. I couldn't even – I didn't even. I was so sick with this game with everybody. Patrick Williams, what the dog? How you just going – I'm sorry, it's, it's frustrating, man. I'm looking at I.O. I'm looking at Patrick. Y'all ain't developing the way that I expected you to and everything. DeMar, I... Zach, come on, man. Boots. Nobody just wants to play basketball the right way. And now it's just frustrating to see the team perform the way that they do. Because like y'all said, we got a lot of talent. But this seems like our heart is just gone, man. Anyway, see you where it. Is. Peace.
1: Jamal says, what's going on with the Bulls? Bro, I wish I knew. And I wish I, like, this is a therapy session again for Bulls fans because this team just continues to struggle. And when it's all said and done, it's this. This season is going to be a failure. I don't care how many games they win on the back half of this 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 it's going to continue to be a failure for the Chicago Bulls and and that's on them right that is on this team that is on this organization that is on the coaching staff that is on the the front office everything yet another winning streak followed by a long losing streak yet another one so when we look at this team and and and, and how they perform and how they just don't have that next gear it leaves so much to be to be desired it it, it it's it's so terrible, and it'd be different if we owned our own first-round pick at the end of this year. It's like, hey, may- maybe we can get a high pick. Maybe we can get lucky, and it's it doesn't even seem like that's coming. This is this team is pathetic, um, and it's it's just frustrating. It's really frustrating uh, where this team is right now. But let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from the three one two.
3: Yo, what's good, Hayes? Um, this is my first time calling in. But I watch, I'm from Chicago. I watch every Bulls game. I know a little bit about, well, I know a lot about basketball. I watch almost every game of the Bulls and time around the league. But one thing I want to say about this team is, you know, the level of disrespect by AK going out to say what he said after he didn't make no trades at the trade deadline. It just, I don't know what to even think no more at this point. And we basically got, uh, a couple of starters along with a lot of, not even bench players, i say. Like, <clears throat> I know Kobe White is good. He good at times. He he did develop this season a little bit. But he don't got that that <clears> them. <throat> you know what I'm saying? That Chicago, we know when you be on the court and your cousin just keeps shooting and shooting and shooting, and you know he got that. Kobe don't got that. You know what I'm saying? He'll give you one couple here and there. But as far as shooting on this team, we don't have any legit shooters, bro, that'll help us in, in our time of need. When we can't buy a bucket in the, at the paint, we we kick it out to the three, and we miss almost every time, bro. Like, we'll be wide open. It don't matter who shoot, Derrick Jones Jr., Kobe White, Caruso, Pat. Pat don't be aggressive enough.
1: Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie: you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today.
0: 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
3: And it's just like, I honestly don't know what they expect out of this team because when DeMar not playing like he, how he was playing last year and Vooch being our most consistent player of the year, but at times you see Booch effort on defense and you can tell when he's engaged. Certain games he just, at people and let the ball go, just go up. I be, I don't know what's even. I don't know if I'm the only guy that sees that, but that is definitely a problem for me. I know when Vooch wants to play good, and you know when Vooch don't want to play good, you can see it. Like you can, I, he still got his points and his rebounds, but that defensive end is crucial, bro. Like I can't just watch no other team keep making layups at the rim. It's so easy. Something got to change, bro. And I don't know if it's <clears throat> The uh, Levin, I, ain't, I ain't got no problem with Zach except for his late time crucial situations. He always fumbled a bag. But like I said, bro, I don't know what to really expect out of this team. I know the team ain't really going to be doing much, but I'm going to watch every, other, every game I can from now on to the rest of the season, bro. So keep your head up, Bulls fans, bro. We just got a long season ahead. Appreciate you.
1: All right. AK in the Bulls ownership. Here's what I'm going to say. Again, I, I did a good job at acknowledging what AK did coming in here. Did some of the deals work? Yeah. Did some of them not work? Absolutely. But they did come in here and they got active. They picked a, semb- a semblance of a direction and they went after the players that they wanted to bring in and try to improve this roster. And they did so as operating with a team, as a team with no cap space. So that leaves me some hope to believe in when this team, when this front office really realizes it's like this team ain't it. This version of this team with this coaching staff is not going to be it. You have to make adjustments in this offseason. You have to make those adjustments. You have to figure out a way to improve this team before the start of the season. Because if we aren't improved dramatically and in a meaningful way, by the start of the season, we're going to go through this for another season. Now, I know some people have the blow-it-all-up mindset, and I've already gone over why that does not help the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, and it's like it's almost like people are saying, "Hey, we're so bad, we're losing now. Let's get bad and lose longer, and then I'll feel better because we did something." That's stupid to me. This team needs to improve. They have talent on this roster. You have to figure out a better, better way to balance this talent. You have to find a better way to to bring some balance to this roster. That's what AK and the Bulls ownership needs to do. And the ownership, we already know they're cheap as shit, right? And, and, the, and the unfortunate part is it is that AK, no matter how great or not of a GM that AK is, he has to operate within the framework that the ownership has given him of not going over the luxury tax. And that is on him to find a way to build a team with that. Is it hard? Is it difficult? Hell yeah. But that's the job that you accepted, and that's the job that we need you to do. Let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Auntie. Hey,
4: what's the word, my boy? I know you going crazy in Cleveland right now. I know you cutting up at that motherfucker uh, gang. I know you cussing the motherfucking bulls the fuck out. I told everybody the first three quarters, this ain't what, wait a minute, hold up. For the last couple of games, I don't know, maybe for the last four, five games, every time the fuck the bulls, the fourth quarter get here, they, they they just give up. They come out of now with I don't give a fuck attitude. They don't want to see, stick defense. Everybody's standing around. Everybody looking fucking crazy. Hey, first three quarters, first quarter, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan. Nucleus, FA, everybody got involved. Second quarter, everybody got involved. Third quarter was okay. Fourth quarter, everybody lost their motherfucking mind. And I don't get you, Billy. Really. I'm so sick of you. Why every fucking time one of the good, uh, one of the players doing their job or playing good defense, scoring like a motherfucker, you keep checking their ass out. Then when they come back in, they, oh, just like Zach Levine was just hot as hell. What the fuck you checking him out for? Then he come back in and go shit. I can't even say which point he's going in the uh, fourth quarter. Six points? I don't even know if the best goal that. The Bulls go 14 points the last time I looked at this game. 14 points in the fourth quarter. I, in third quarter, came when I seen Cleveland turning up their defense, coming back at the Bulls when the Bulls gave up, I turned off the TV and started drinking my drink, started talking the game up, Yeah, but hey, AK, Mark, y'all didn't see shit out there, though. Y'all, y'all couldn't trade for shit. This shit was too hot, though. Yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all, yeah. bro, I, I don't understand what, what the fuck do y'all see in this fucking team? Just tell me, AKM what, what the fuck dude, was y'all on the phone? Y'all crying y'all been on the phone all week before the trade deadline came on. Who the fuck y'all was talking to? The fucking angel? The fucking devil? Dude, what the fuck, what is, I don't understand what y'all was talking about on the phone. Cause you ain't make no motherfucking trade. You ain't make this team better. You went on a fucking ass, uh, buyout. Fuck that shit, bro. We need help. We need size. All y'all care about is a fucking buyout. Y'all don't want to do shit, bro. You ain't going to tell me they want shit out there. We're not seen a lot of shit out there. This shit don't make no motherfucking sense. But I let Mark and AK tell it, they don't see shit wrong with this team. They don't see nothing wrong with this team. This team is a fucking backholder. They can't They they can't think. The refs can prove they had, They let Cleveland can prove they have the fourth quarter, K. Soon Cleveland doing their motherfucking job, the boys want to back up their skin. Y'all play like some bitches in the fourth quarter. Y'all had this game. I'm sick of this shit. I can't do a 20, 29 motherfucking point, 10 rebounds, six assists, Two blocks. Last time I looked at him, he only had eight points. How the fuck he go from eight to 29? Y'all yeah, ain't do a good job defending him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> What's wrong with this team? Auntie Auntie is all of us. Um, Everything's wrong with this team. From ownership to the front office to the coaching staff to the players. Like I said last time, um, last episode, the cleaning crew, every, every, something is wrong with every aspect of this team. I don't care. Like every, this whole franchise from top to bottom has a cancer in it and it's, and it's, and it's, it's gone throughout the whole body of the team. And we need some drastic improvements to fix that crap immediately. Um, so we'll see, like, again, not at the whole blow it all up mindset, but this team got to do something And Nancy saying, who are they talking to? They said they were on the phone the whole week. Who are you talking to? You got to pay pay the cost to be the boss, right? You got to pay the cost to do things, and you got to pay the cost to, to do business. So um, we'll see. If, if AK is willing to admit the mistakes that he made and correct them, we'll see if this if this turns around in any meaningful way in the next year. I'm not too hopeful on it by what we've seen, but you never know what things could be. All right, let's get into the last voicemail for today. This one's for Michael Korn. Hey,
5: hey, it's Mike Corn. I swear, my last call but I just want to offer this quote by our Arturis Shovitz when asked about trade, trades at the deadline. Uh, this will uh, be Exhibit A, on that this man is disillusioned uh, or is dis- disillusional or illusional, uh, but Bulls fans are not. Namely, he says, quote, history will tell you that a lot of trades at the trade deadline don't help you the rest of the way, unquote. Okay, uh, what does that tell us about the Vuj trade? But this is what I'm thinking. This is the reason I'm calling is what do you think are the odds Vooch, uh, resigns with the Bulls? Uh, I don't think, uh, I think it's you know, almost negligent that the Bulls have this plan and they say constantly, we're going to sign Vooch. However, if a team, the team knows the Bulls are cheapskates and a team could pry Vooch if they really want him by offering them five to 10 million more a year. Then they know the bulls would be ever capable of, um, covering. So I want to know your sense of are the bulls really going to sign Vooch? And if not, our are, are first kind of show us his word that history will tell you that a lot of trades that the trade deadline don't help through the rest of the way that he learned something from the Vooch trade, that it was a shit trade. You know, that's again, not anything against, uh, Vooch. I like that he's, you know, probably the only bull out there, as you say, he's the most consistent. But it does show you that as Bulls fans, we have a front office that's uh, delusional. Anyway, thank you very much. Have a great weekend. Uh, You listen to the mailbag. I don't know if if I could uh, drag myself into watching the Bulls game against uh, the Cavs uh, tomorrow. Have a good one, man. Thanks. Michael Korn with the AK
1: quote. Michael Korn pulled the goddamn receipts. Somebody needs to pull the receipts. A.K. saying that history will tell you that a lot of trades at the trade deadline won't help you. And then Michael Korn brings up the VOOT. That's, listen, that's next level receipt pulling that I have not seen in quite a while. And shout out to Michael Korn for being the one who does it. Um, Here's what I'll say. The VOOT signing does help. If Vooch was used correctly, if we had a team that not, not was not built around Vooch, right? You don't want to build around a player that's over 30 that's in, only has two years left on your con, on the contract when you trade for them. But I will say this like, you didn't support Vooch the best way, right? We know Vooch's defensive liabilities. And to, and to, when you have that, you have to build a team around it. We know Vooch, Zach's defensive liabilities. Now, we were a much better defensive team with Lonzo Ball on the court. Absolutely. Um, and we need to see improvements in that area. And hopefully we can get Lonzo Ball back healthy at some point. But we can't. This this mindset of wait till Lonzo comes back is, is a foolish mindset and a mindset that's going to just continue to hurt the Chicago Bulls. Because guess what? Regardless of how good Lonzo is when he's on the court, the one thing that we can bet on is that Lonzo Ball is probably not going to be able to stay on the court. And I, and I hate to say that, right? I lo- I've i said this before, I'm on record to saying Lonzo is everything we need in a point guard next to Zach Levine when he's healthy. But the fact of the matter is, is that betting on Lonzo Ball to be healthy to give us that is a fool's errand. And it's going to ultimately leave the team to be hurt. We have to also build a team that if, when Lonzo does go down, we're still able to keep up a level of play. That's how we, that's what we have to do going forward. And so... We'll see what happens with the Chicago Bulls. And we'll see if the front office actually can do that. Now, to end Michael Corns, he says, what's the odds that Vooch resigns?" Now, I think that Vooch wants his respect. I think that Vooch uh, is going to, will we we'll sign but he's going to, it's going to be costly. And AK has to evaluate like, hey, it, in paying Vooch the money that he may want, is this team, are we going to be able to, to fill out the rest of the team in a way where the team as a whole is going to be good? And that's, the, that's what AK has to weigh in this upcoming offseason. And it's up to him as the the, the president of basketball operations and Mark Eversley as the GM to do these things. And that's just what it is. Now, the odds, if I put an odds on it, I'm right now going to say 60% chance that Nikola Vucevic returns. And I say that because the Bulls can offer him the most money. Yes, um, another team can come in with a huge offer and one that the Bulls can't match, but the Bulls can offer him the most money. We are have been and looked the best this season when we played through Nikola Vucevic. And I do think that a roster construction that is better utilized to to uh, uh, puts Vuce in a better situation and a better offensive scheme. We can see a great Nikola Vucevic, but it's really up to AK to weigh the risk versus reward of giving him a contract, and then how can you continue to remake and reshape this team, a team that has shown now that we're going to need major reshaping. So. That's my thoughts on that. You guys can let me know what you think on everything down below, but that is it for today's episode and this week at Chicago Bulls Central, unless something crazy goes down where I have to record an emergency episode, but you can follow us at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod.gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See red. If you can, because I'm not even wearing red today. Peace, y'all.
0: This has been a presentation of The Break, Break Media. Media. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain.